Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. The word of God from 1 Timothy chapter 2, the epistle for this Thanksgiving Eve, where St. Paul writes, First of all, then, I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings be made for all people, for kings and all who are in high positions, that we may lead a peaceful and quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. This is God's word. In the year 64 AD, a few years back, the city of Rome was destroyed in large sections of it by a fire. And to this day, it's unclear how the fire started. The emperor at that time was named Nero. And some suggest that Nero himself started the fire because he had big plans to rebuild the city and a fire was a good pretext to accomplish his grand design. But publicly, Nero blamed the Christians. It's believed that Nero had a bit of a vendetta against those followers of the one called Christ because they refused to worship the emperor, which was common in Roman culture, along with the pantheon of gods that were available in that day. And so even though it was not technically against the law to be a Christian in Rome, Nero used the excuse of the fire to round up every Christian he could find and put them to death. Nero's persecution lasted about five years. In that time, St. Paul himself lost his head at Nero's command. St. Peter was famously crucified on an upside-down cross. It all began with that fire in the year 64. It was the year 65, we believe, when Paul wrote to the young pastor Timothy and urged Timothy as a pastor along with his congregation in Ephesus that the people of God offer supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings for all people, for kings and all who are in high positions. There is nothing in Paul's letter to indicate that a madman, a tyrant like Nero, should be excluded from those prayers. 
Thanks be to God, Paul would say, for Nero, the one who rounds us up and puts us to death. I think we can safely say that regardless of political persuasion, generally we regard politicians as a class with a bit of distaste. Even if we've got a horse in the race, we all kind of collectively groan every election season with the endless ads on TV, the flyers in our mailboxes, and the empty platitudes and promises from both sides of the aisle. What in the world could lead Paul to pray with thanksgiving for kings and all in high places? What in the world would lead us, the people of God, to give thanks for our government. You've seen the opinion polls, haven't you? doesn't matter what party's in charge. Approval's in the tank. It's usually pretty low, whether it be the president or the Congress or whoever. We generally disapprove of what government does. And we generally groan when they don't do what we want them to do, or when they do what we would rather they didn't. And yet, though all this is true, we give thanks. St. Paul reminds us in his letter to the Romans that all authority comes from God. That's not to say that sometimes Our governments and authorities don't do bad things. That's not to say they don't sometimes command us to do things that go against the word of God. That does happen. Yet even a tyrant like Nero, who abused his authority, who used it to put Christians to death, received that from God. You see, the fact that we should give thanks for kings and all in high positions for our government and those who serve in it, it's not saying something special about our government. It is, however, saying something special about our God, who works not just in spite of the people who rule this world, but even through it. The same tyrant for whom Paul told Timothy and his congregation to pray would ultimately take Paul's own head. And yet we never find a mea culpa from Paul. He never takes back his word. Paul is smart. He knows exactly who his king is. His earthly king, at least. He knows his evil. He knows his selfishness. He knows his intentions. And still, Paul can be thankful. Because even 
among the rulers of this world, God remains at work. God is the one who shows mercy. God is the one who establishes peace through leaders. And Paul says that we ought to pray for that. That we as the church, remember he's speaking to Timothy who is a pastor. So it's implied here that Timothy is going to lead his congregation in prayer for these things. That we ought to pray for those who lead us because through them, God will establish order and peace and allow Christians to live peaceful lives in godly and dignified ways. And yet even if those rulers turn in violence against the people of God, it cannot stop the work of God from being done. For even in the death of St. Paul, the death of St. Peter, the death of Christians who are murdered this very day by leaders of the world, God's work can't be stopped. God's name ends up being praised. Jesus, the crucified Redeemer of all, is still Lord of all. Even in those places where the gospel is opposed most fiercely. Either those who lead us will promote a peace that allows us to do the work of God, or they will oppose us, in which case God will still be at work. Even if we should be martyred for our faith, even if governments and princes and powers and principalities should take our lives The word martyr simply means witness. God still gets his way. Though we do have reason to give thanks this night that we can be in this place though there is much to lament about the state of our world, though there is much that the church ought to strive to change and counter, still in peace, the Lord Jesus who shows mercy to lepers shows mercy in this place. We gather not with the threat of violence outside our doors or hiding in secret because we hear the name of Jesus and his cross and his resurrection. Still, God has established peace in this place. The fact that we mark tomorrow as a day of thanksgiving (laughs) it's actually something instituted by our government isn't it oh i know the the idea that we should give thanks to god is not a it's not an institution of the government but the setting aside of a day is and for that we can give thanks We can pray.
for those who lead us imperfectly indeed because through them God does his work even should they try to spite God to the best of their ability God will still be at work Our Lord Jesus reminded St. Peter in the Gospel of Matthew that the gates of hell can never prevail against the church. Should a Nero come in our time, they could knock down our buildings, destroy our altars, round us up into the public square, tie us to stakes, and light us on fire. That will not be the end of the church. For the mercy of God can't be stopped. He continues to heal and restore those who are sick with sin, those who are diseased like lepers. And that work will continue until he comes again in glory. So, Amongst the multitude of things for which you give thanks on this night and tomorrow and in this season, let us, as the church gathered in this place, offer supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgivings for all people, for kings and all who are in high positions. For God remains at work no matter what. Amen. The peace of God which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.